We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst. He's also the host of On the Ball with Rick Buecher, uh, one of the great NBA podcasts. Rick Buecher joins us now. Rick, welcome to the show, bud. Great to have you. Uh, it's good to be here. How are we, gentlemen? We have to be excited, right? Cavs Cavs are in the playoff mix. They're in the mix, and we've got 20 games to go left in the NBA season. How are you feeling about uh, how you feeling about the landscape of potential contenders in the NBA? Well, I do believe that the champion is going to come out of the East one way or the other. Um, I don't know that I would say that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be that team, but baby steps, right? Like. We need to take step by step in terms of, uh, of what uh, what teams are able to do. The West is a complete mess, and um, you know who's the favorite there. I had the Clippers at the beginning of the year. I'm going to stay with them, but as, as I look at every team in the West, they are flawed. I honestly, I really think this comes down to Milwaukee and Boston. That's who I would expect to see in the Eastern Conference Final. And I believe that that is going to end up being the determining series for the championship as it stands right now. Obviously, health is always an issue. Matchups are interesting. Uh, you know, there's some teams that just, for whatever reason, the Chicago Bulls give some of the top teams fits or have during the regular season. Um, we don't even know if the Bulls are going to get in. But there's a couple of wrinkles like that that make it interesting. But for the most part, uh, from everything that I've seen, uh, it, it is um, it's a battle between Boston and Milwaukee. If we're talking about who's ultimately going to be the champion this year, yeah, Rick, you were talking about the West. I I, I was looking earlier. Uh, four games separate the four seed Suns and the thirteen seed hmm. Oklahoma City Thunder. That is what we call yep. chaos here. So look yeah. into the Cavs. You you kind of made the point there. They're probably not contenders this year and I I think most reasonable minds would agree with you but I think trying to hone in on what expectations we and what what we should define as success for the Cavs this year has been a little tough how can you help us define those expectations and success well look I I think it's really I think it's really important that they win a series and and we're probably looking at like a four or five you know um so it's not as if You know, it's an expectation that they win a series. But I just think that there is so much that a team learns, particularly a young team, going through what it takes to win a series and the confidence that is gained from doing that. Uh, The energy that's required, the focus, the attention, all of that. 
if they get to the playoffs and it's one and it's one round and out, yeah, the playoff experience is good. But even just experiencing what it's like to go from the first round to the second round and understanding that with each subsequent round, the bar gets higher, the game gets more difficult. The, again, the focus and attention to detail becomes more vital. I just feel like for Darius Garland and Evan Mobley and, you know, the young guys that you expect to be there moving forward as the nucleus of this team, that that would be uh, – the, the value of that would be immeasurable. And then it comes from, from Kobe's uh, – Kobe Altman's standpoint and, and, and JB's uh, standpoint, you get to see – you get to experience a closeout game. You see who steps up and you see who you can go to. Um, all that is vital information. So I, I look at it as this is a great discovery year for the Cleveland Cavaliers in terms of who they have and who they can build on and what they're capable of when, when it really matters, which is the postseason. And there's just no way to – you really can't find that out uh, until you're in those moments and you're in those situations. And so that's where – like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting, literally rooting for the Cavaliers to win a series because I want to see what Darius and Evan and all those guys can can be. And let's face it, the Cavs in the group that they have, they're they're easy to root for. Those are good. They're just they seem like good guys uh, playing playing for the right reasons, playing in the right way. Um, so th- that's. That's what I. That's what I hope to see. Whether we'll see it or not, that remains to be seen. Again, because you're talking about a, a fourth and 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 fifth seed situation, and uh, we still have 20 games to go before we get there. So you are playing right into a conversation that Dustin and I had a knockdown, drag out. Uh, argument about for the final two hours of yesterday's show. It wasn't show. two hours. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. It's about an hour and 40 minutes because it started at 520. <laughs> Carry the two. Uh, if the Cavs are to not contend. Not counting the commercials, right? Yep, not counting no, the commercials. No, not counting the commercials. Although it did happen in the, the commercial breaks. Um, if the Cavs are to contend for an NBA title, and I'm not talking about just making the Easter. I'm now, talking phrase about, this correctly. All right, well, you go ahead and do it then, Mr. Fancy Mancy Radio all Man. Right. Let's see if I can do it right. All right, so if the Cavaliers are to win an NBA title or to compete for an NBA title, um, am I saying this right, Nick? Who's more important? Wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Sorry, Rick. Because we had an you, ar- just, you just were correcting me on how I said it. I don't want to screw you. And then you said, well, let me get this right, and then you just asked me if it was right? Well, I don't want to screw you in your, your take. You go. How All about right. you go? <laughs> Sorry, right, right. that we're going past two hours on this, on, this, on this dispute. If the Cavs are to contend and win an NBA title in the next two to five years, who has to be their yes. best player? Whew. What a question. See? Uh, Darius Garland has to be their best player. Ooh, okay. okay. All right, now you, now, now you throw a wrinkle in things because I argued a Donovan Mitchell. He argued Evan Mobley. So you say Garland. All right, show your work. Yeah, I, 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 I say Garland because I feel as if ah, I, the overall playmaking ability, I like, I like Darius. I, I obviously love Donovan as a scorer. But in terms of a guy who can involve everybody and organize your team, I feel as if Darius has to be that guy. And I like his, I like his demeanor. 
uh, in, in his approach. He, he, even at a young age, it strikes me that he doesn't get caught up in any one-on-one battles or he see, he sees the big picture. And so I really need, I need, I need a steady hand and I need an orchestrator and I need somebody who is going to be as much as anything consistent in their performance. And I'm not suggesting that, that Darius has been that. Um, but I would say that there's more variance in what Donovan does. Sometimes Donovan is great and sometimes not. So he's chasing, he's chasing greatness. And if I'm going to win a championship, it's it, it, you know, winning a championship is all about the boring things. Um, and uh, which is just like, efficiency and consistency and you know all those things that our parents told us that they wanted us to be and we rolled our eyes it's kind of the same with an with an nba team looking for a championship and um i will say when it comes to mobley like he needs to take another significant step in my mind i maybe it was because of what kevin love said about him during the offseason i had higher expectations for him uh, this season than what I've seen. Uh, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that he can't get there. But uh, for me, if we're talking about the three and the growth needed overall for this team to be championship caliber, I would say that Evan Mobley has the most growth uh, to accomplish in order for that to happen. I think we have a new two-hour fight on our hands here, Dustin. <laughs> we might. Um... <laughs> I know you're you're do a lot of work out there in L.A. and of course uh, LeBron is out uh, for up yep. to what two weeks they're saying here. Um, what's this do for the Lakers and their their chances to do anything in the postseason or even make the postseason? Uh, their 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 backs were up against it to begin with, and while I loved the the start they had with the ancillary players, I would. I would suggest to everybody that one of the reasons why they adjusted as quickly as they did is because they were adding complementary pieces. Everybody else was kind of, uh, was has has uh, added s- I- I- integral pieces, pieces to the core. Kevin Durant going to Phoenix, even Russell Westbrook. While we think of him sort of as an off the bench guy with the Lakers, now he's in the starting lineup and he's a guy who's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. So I think that's why the Lakers were able to – Kyrie Irving in Dallas, another example, guy, primary player. The Lakers added ancillary players. But my one caveat for those ancillary players being enough to get them to the play-in and then the playoffs was that LeBron and AD had to stay healthy. And that my bet was against that because over the course of this year – Anthony Davis has not played more than 12 games in a row before he's missed games. LeBron James has not played more than nine games in a row before he has missed games. So the idea that he, they were both going to play 20-plus to get them into the playoffs, I thought was a bad bet. And we're essentially one game into the pivotal games, and LeBron James is now going to be out for two weeks. I don't see who the closer is on this team without LeBron James, and I don't see who is the veteran leader uh, that, that gets them there and keeps the ball rolling. So I, I, don't, I, I thought their prospects of making the, the play-in 
hinged on LeBron and AD staying healthy. And obviously that's not the case. And two weeks, that's two weeks and then we'll see. Um, two weeks is enough to, to essentially bury them and just put them too far behind too many teams that they'd have to leapfrog just to get into the play-in game. Rick, LeBron has played more than 60 games one of his five seasons in Los Angeles. That was actually, uh, believe it or not, the pandemic yeah. ended season in the bubble. Um, yeah. I mean, that you look at – this is a guy who we were used to seeing play 70, 75, 82 games a season. And now yeah. he's averaging – and math is really hard for me, so I'm just going to ballpark it. But I think it's about 55 games per season – is yeah. is there maybe concern in LA considering they just signed this dude to a contract extension that his body might start to be breaking down here? Oh, <laughs> I would I would think so. I mean, I look at uh, I look at signing LeBron to the extension the same way I looked at signing Kobe to his extension uh, at at the end. It wasn't with the idea that you were still going to be able to build around that. Uh, that star, but that you had somebody that was still going to be an attraction in LA. Cause that's very much still that that's always been an element. Uh, they, they have some of the highest price tickets. They have uh, as many entertainment options as any city in the country. So you better have something that's going to attract people and, and, and have star value in order to get people to come. And I would say that, now that they're up against Los An- uh, against Steve Ballmer uh, in the marketplace, who's I don't know, he's probably richer than like 15 other uh, owners combined. Uh, that's uh, that's even a greater challenge. So I don't know that they looked at signing him to that extension, and and really, what was their alternative? Because uh, uh, contrary to what a lot of fans seem to think across the country at this point in LeBron's career, nobody's giving up like a ton of assets to get him. Would they be interested in getting him? Yeah. But are they going to give you, uh, I mean, would you even get the, the package that uh, the Brooklyn Nets got for Kevin Durant? People I've talked to in the league are not like, you know, like, no, we, we wouldn't give you, you know, multiple young players and four future first round picks. Like, they just don't see that as as uh, commensurate to what uh, LeBron is right now. If you if you need one last piece, if you're going for it right now, and you you think you could uh, he he could get you over the hump, then yeah, there's there's I, I think there's a couple teams that would consider that. But beyond that, it's it's not there. So they really didn't have a whole lot of choice in terms of what they were going to do. Um, considering where they are in the marketplace and, and where they are in the arc of LeBron's career. Rick, great stuff. Uh, we'll have Keith, our producer, let you know at some point what uh, you know, who won, who lost, and who's still on the show when the dust settles on our uh, Darius Donovan and Evan Mobley fight about NBA titles for the Cavs. Please do. I would just suggest you guys try to get that done before the end of the season. I don't know if that's possible, but... <laughs> Oh, it's going to be for the next, like, five years. <laughs> Great stuff, yeah, Rick. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> you got it. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.